Welcome to an introduction to a series of podcasts on sexual health for seniors with Dr. Sue and Frank Carl. This podcast series is based on conversations with seniors about sexual health, sexual desire and related matters. For the purpose of the series, seniors are considered 60 years and above. Welcome, Francis. Thank you, Dr. Sue, and I'm really, really pleased to be here. Um, some of the topics that we've discussed and we hope that you'll find really interesting and they'll be covered in the series. We're talking about personal stories about sexual desire from some older people who were willing to share their story and Dr Sue will let us know more about that research coming up. Other topics will include what is normal and what does sexuality actually mean and that will come in with is it just a physical aspect in the activity or are there some other things that we'll be talking about? Um, I suppose what I'd like to hear and I'm putting this in and it's my topic is an Affirmation of sexuality is, is it just one of our natural human desires? Generalisation is dangerous, so I think Dr Sue has taught me a lot about avoiding that. But generational societal changes, you know, as we're talking about boomers in that age group, we're talking about a lot of changes. So generational change perhaps and influences. And introduction of contraception in the 1950s, I think that would have made a big change in, in sexual activity for the people who are now in their 70s and 80s. What are the childbearing years? How does that fit into ageing and sexuality? And I suppose also then the relative influences across time leading to what's happening now for seniors. Important topics, Fran? Yes, absolutely. So in this introduction with myself and Fran, we'll discuss the inspiration for the series. Well, (laughs) Dr Sue, can you tell me how the Sexual Health for Seniors podcast series came about? What was the inspiration for the series? Yes, well, it's quite interesting in a way because it came from my nursing background. I was in charge of a ward that had a, a mixture of older people with chronic obstructive airways disease and emphysema and those types of things. And also there were a cohort of patients with who were young with cystic fibrosis and I, one of the concerns that I had at the time were about people being readmitted all the time especially the people with emphysema and COPD so I wanted to look at how we could avoid those readmissions mm. so I started giving these educational sessions down in the solarium at the time these were the old-fashioned boards sure. and yes and so it was about pacing yourself preventing aerosols and different things that might uh, exacerbate the condition and somehow or other the younger people that were in the group started to talk about for example one of the uh, older people I remember him saying oh I'm no good to the missus anymore no good these days and one of the younger people said why and he said oh because I've got the CPAP machine you know well sit up when you have sex (laughs) keep your CPAP machine on and somehow or other the discussions between the two different generations just seemed to take off and then not long after that I noticed that some of the older people were coming back in on the Friday when these sessions were held when they weren't even admitted they were coming back in just to engage in the discussions. Wow, the power of that, yeah, Dr. Sue, I, it the was. power. Yeah. It really was. And it made it, I guess I felt, wow, the older people have never really had too many forums to discuss sexuality. Mm. And that was what really hit home then. And then what happened, that went on for a couple of years and then I was appointed to another position and I said to the person you know taking over from me here are my notes on my (laughs) by this time they'd become sexuality and coping with you know sexuality (laughs) in older age and Mm. with a respiratory condition and the person said to me oh no there's no way that I can do that 
And I said, what do you mean? Oh, there's no way that I can run sessions on sexuality with older people. And so that fell by the wayside. Wow. And wow. But it also hit home how a lot of people, even my own age, mm. didn't want to talk about sexuality in older age. And viewed the importance. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. dismissed the importance yes. when you had repeat customers. That's right. You had yes. repeat customers. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, not only that, a little bit more about that. Um, the Better Breathing Program that was run by the physios had noticed that uh, this, these sessions were going on and the people coming back in. Mm. And they asked if my program could be incorporated into the Better Breathing Program. And it was wow. until... Yeah, until I until, left, yeah, left yeah. and took a higher position. So, um, well, that promotion was a bit of a loss, wasn't it? Was it was in a way. <laughs> promotion was great for you, but yes. But then somebody said, um, "Why don't you do some research?" And, and of course, that led into the research. Of about course, that. yeah. So mm. uh, that's how I was able to continue along that way. But really, that was the start of it. It was about you know the uh, the conversations that were so wonderful. I, I tended to step back then, of course, when the two generations were talking about their sexuality and mm. how they coped with their respiratory condition and, yeah, let it just run its course. So. Oh, magic, just yes. magic. And I'll have to pop it in there, Dr <laughs> Sue. I have a CPAP machine, so uh, there's, there's still hope for me. <laughs> Well, you can sit up. And, and that was one of the things the uh, younger people said. The only problem is if you live in a flat, then you've got your neighbours can hear when you have sex. <laughs> oh, my townhouse is brick. I should be right. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it really, yes, it's hit home the fact that we didn't, we don't really want to talk about it. No. And, um, and there haven't been too many avenues for older people to do that in the past. No, and, and I'm just so thrilled to have this opportunity to be part of this with you, Dr. Sue. Because mm. um, as you say, it's not something that people, honestly, I'm sure many people think, but it's not something that, is it somehow a taboo subject? Is I it think somehow it still is. With, you know, that, mm. that once you get past a certain age, it's not okay mm. or you stop living or something that that'll be really interesting to explore those sort of questions hey? yes it will be yeah a lot of people not everybody we can't generalize as of you already not. identified yes, yes. but yeah, a lot of people are still are hesitant to talk about these sorts of things mm. and you do see that in the literature as well you know there mm. are not a whole lot of publications about older age sexuality and the experiences so this series will cover some experiences of sexual desire with relevance to different stories Mm. So you've been listening to Dr. Sue and Fran Carl, and we've been talking about the inspiration for the podcast series, Sexual Health for Seniors, which will be running over the next few months.